0: Conventional Podcast. You think going to conventions is easy? However, it's, it's anything, anything but. Padaru, padaru.
1: Please, no, please. I have the mother of all migraines But right it's
0: now. holiday season.
1: I don't give a damn. I want Time some orange Time for snow
0: halation 30 no. times.
1: Look, It's no. your
0: favorite. No,
1: no, no. Yes, no, it no, is. No, 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 no. I will stab you. Stab I have you. your
0: snow halation cosplay right here. I'll lend you.
1: I'll end you in your entire life. You want to be it.
0: Nico so badly?
1: Where's my brick? There, there you are. I will fucking club you. We are not doing snow halation. We have talked about this. We have gone through meetings. I have gone through therapy I for have you. bad
0: news for you regarding your Christmas present. Then. I'll
1: fucking end you on this channel. We are not doing snow halation. No. 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 I don't give a damn... Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the
0: conventional podcast. I'm sick as a dog, and I'm Cloud AC Master now working with sick as a sick as a dog because Jack Setno is no longer here.
1: Jack's is dead. <laughs> Only flu season remains. No, I'm I, I am actually quite sick today, but yeah, he got hit with the fever or cold over turkey day weekend yeah i still lost about this i didn't even go to the damn con we're talking about and i got Colin crud make sense out of that shit i don't know how that happened because i turned out perfectly fine <laughs> you transferred that shit that's what happened
0: but yeah it's basically holiday season and it's now that it's december we're actually recording this on december 1st we're gonna be pumping out some holiday content for you guys and we'll be doing a lot this month actually so even if we don't have something coming out Coming out every week this month, there will be chock full of months ahead of for January and February, basically. Yes. And if you didn't
1: catch us with the last episode, we actually did tell you this in advance. Uh, January is going to be kind of a dry month. However, it's A, because we're going to be working on making the show better, and B,
0: because holy crap, doing this show is hard. It's a freer time for both Jax and myself, because Jax has been busy with school And now that I'm done with all the stupid car claim stuff after my accident, it opened up my free time. Which is another reason we both have been taking a slight break. Because we both got thrown different projects from varying different ends that we've had to take care of that we haven't been able to focus on the show, unfortunately. It's just been one of those, hey, we're adults, we have to do adult type things, type things, and it takes up all of our free time.
1: Yeah, apparently arson's also illegal, so that kind
0: of sucked ass. Anyway... Different tale for a different time. Let's talk about a couple small things before we get into the review. Uh, I want to talk about Vinland Saga real quick. It is streaming on Amazon. Uh, you can watch the anime there, and you can also read the manga there. It's up to episode 20, but when it first came out back in early to mid-September, Jackson and I watched it at his place, and we watched about the first 9 to 10 episodes. We really enjoyed it. It has a very JoJo's-esque vibe to it, to a degree.
1: I can say this right now, that Leif Erickson is a Highlander and is Ariel Speedwagon. Come at me with my game theories.
0: No, that's what Jax and I literally said. In, like, the first episode, within five minutes, Jax and I were like, Leif Erickson is totally the Speedwagon of this series, and he will speed to your side. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> I bloody love that show. I need to actually
1: catch up myself. But But, it's
0: very good, and it is worth your time. It follows the manga very well, in my opinion, from what I've read so far. And I love the opening, especially the first one. The first one is a very good banger.
1: Yeah, no, that thing was actually really good. It's in one of my top tens, but not the top ten.
0: Speaking of top ten lists, I... We'll be doing a top 10 list, and then Jax will be doing a top 10 list of anime openings for this year. And we'll be working on that and have that released towards the end of the month so we can release it on a couple different platforms and get it out there on what our thoughts of were for this year, anime opening-wise.
1: Definitely. All right. You were doing that. I was doing my whole Retro Gives Me Life because for the last couple of days I've been sick, and Retro has been keeping me going. Holy crap, I've been watching Blackjack, I've been watching Black Cat, I've been watching the new Blu-ray release of Gunsmith Cats, I have too many- When are you comp- not
0: watching Gunsmith Cats? That's, that's the real question.
1: When I'm sleeping, damn it, when I'm sleeping.
0: Exactly my point, but it's good to hear you bringing up Black Cat again, because I don't think that series gets enough love.
1: Well, Eve is a precious cinnamon roll, we all need to protect her. Exactly, no disagreements here. Hmm. Alright, so, since we've gotten all that out the way, let's actually jump into the review.
0: Yeah. So, last week, I went to DaishoCon, I went up on a Saturday afternoon, came back early Sunday evening, after dropping off a friend, I was contacting Jax and following up with him during the convention to make sure that he was doing fine while I was out having a good time. I was in hell,
1: but we don't talk about that right now. Right now, I can point out, the reason why I didn't go to DICE Show is, holy crap, if you are going into specific things in school,
0: cons are hard. Very hard. Yeah, like... My, There's a reason when I was finishing my bachelor's degree, I didn't go to cons for like three to four years because I needed to focus on schooling.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I try and keep it balanced, but trying to do engineering and go to cons, that's that's tricky. Like, it's, it's very tricky because at halfway points, I'm just sitting there in a corner at a con with like a freaking engineering book, and I'm just sitting there confused out of my mind where I'm at anymore.
0: No, that's very natural. So it's like either school or cons and literally school should be coming first. So I'm not going to tell you differently. School is very important.
1: So I had to make a choice this time and I chose a test over, you know, die show.
0: So, hey. But I mainly went up to go see friends and experience the water park there. I didn't cosplay though. I did have like a simple one on me, but I decided against it after getting in a getting to the con arriving there and seeing all my friends and based on what we were doing. Now, this convention was a biggest coin flip I have ever heard of in my convention day you either had a really 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 good time or you had a really 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 bad time and you flipped your coin and you got one of the two and that's the way it went
1: yeah and everything I've heard has been on the negative side so
0: I talked to a couple friends who did have positive things and I talked to them so that's why this review is going to be as middle of the road as it could possibly be
1: yes now since I didn't get to go I'm just going to be going as the word-of-mouth guy for this episode. So, if anything, I'm just going to try and direct us to keep us moving forward. Is that alright? No, that sounds perfectly fine. Alright, sweet. So, let's hit up the top of the list like we always do. Let's hit up panels.
0: Panels? There was a decent variety of panels. However, I thought that they weren't very well monitored because the badge checkers weren't doing a good job of badge checking. And they also had a lot of ask character Q&A panels. Those are the two biggest cons in that category for them.
1: Yeah, and if you've been following us for the reviews thus far, you already know our opinion on Ask a Character panels. Personally, I detest them, but, you know, if they are done well, then I am actually perfectly happy with them. However... They are very rarely done well.
0: Yeah, and that's mainly the issue, is that they're not done well, and they take forever, and someone's not acting in character. And unfortunately, that happened a bit at this convention.
1: Yes. Now, going back onto the whole badge checking thing, that kind of goes with something that we brought up in a previous review, where if you're not checking badges at conventions, then what's the
0: point of a badge? Exactly. What's the point of having a badge, especially when there are tons of 18 plus cons at this convention? You need to have someone monitoring badges and IDs for those types of panels. Exactly. So because of that,
1: we actually gave them exactly 50% of a score.
0: Yeah, so they got a 0.5 out of 1 for panels. Yes.
1: Now, moving on to my personal favorite thing on
0: all lists... The lines. the lines were very average for this convention. There was either no line or there was a long line, and it was very, very bad. Because on Friday, I heard stories that the dealer's hall opened late, and getting into the dealer's hall was an absolute nightmare on Friday, and it took almost like an hour or two to get into the dealer's hall because the line was so mismanaged.
1: Yeah, that's actually something I've heard, too. And there was a lot of issues on the vendor side that... We can't really get into because if I were to bring them up, then they would get in trouble. But there was a lot of issues left and right. So the lines were a little bad, if I could say that much.
0: Yeah. So because of that, lines kind of got better over the course of the weekend and they evened on out. And because they evened on out, we gave it a middle of the road score for this one as well. So it got a point three out of point five. Yes. Now, let's hit up the game room. Now, I thought the game room was one of the best things about this convention. I thought they gave it a good amount of area. They had a good selection between arcade games, console games, and they had like five VR setups with enough room for you to actually use them. However, when I went in there on Sunday, I thought they weren't using their space the best, and I thought it could have been used a little bit better. But other than that... The same thing applies here is, is that they weren't also checking badges here as well. But other than that, I thought the video game room was very, very good. So I gave it a point eight out of the one point.
1: And I have to agree with that. I heard nothing but decent things about the game room this year. So, yeah, I agree. Point 0.8 out of one. Now, the Masquerade is a bit of a wild card because this year it was interesting it was very middle of the road. It was very, it was an average masquerade, so.
0: Yeah, nothing exciting happened, but nothing bad happened. I didn't get a chance to go, but through word of mouth that Jax and I heard, we heard that it was a very average masquerade and that nothing too exciting happened or nothing bad happened. So we're giving a very middle of the review grade here at 0.3 out of 0.5 once again. Yes.
1: Now, for the one thing that actually upset me, especially after coming off of the high from Yomakad, let's talk about the dance, let's talk about the raves, let's talk about the concerts.
0: The concerts were the actual good thing for this, and the concerts, especially by Lee and Lee, I thought that one was very good. However, the other concerts and weren't as good, they were pretty average, but the raves are what's really going to hurt the score here. I've heard so many bad things about the rave at this convention. How the DJs weren't good. They messed up their transitions. Parties also got canceled that had special DJs assigned to them that were advertised. And those also got completely nixed. They were kicked out of the con and evicted from their villas, actually. And so, all in all, it's just a bad time for raves and dances. Yeah, that's kind of bad. So,
1: it this is technically the second lowest score that I can give. It was a point two out of point five. It was trash. I'm sorry.
0: It was very bad. It was nowhere near like the high flows of Yomacon, unfortunately, which I was really hoping for. Other than the one concert, everything else was really bad, and it really hurt the score of all the other artists. Yeah. Actually did stuff that was good.
1: Also, let me point this out. I'm still butt hurt I didn't get to go see Lee and Lee. I am a fucking fanboy, and that makes me sad.
0: Yeah, I was not able to get into the concert myself, but from what I heard, people enjoyed the shit out of it. And I was like, well, that's good, because she really puts out good music, and I'm, I'm also a huge fan. Yeah. She does a really good recreation of the Tokyo Mew Mew opening, in my opinion, which, if you didn't know, is one of my guilty pleasures, and for some reason that's coming back in 2020. We can talk about that later. Hell, she did one of my favorite goddamn One Piece openings.
1: Fuck yeah, Hope. Fuck anybody that says that Hope isn't a good opening. But anyway... I digress before before I get into that tangent. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hit up Tabletop. Now, Tabletop was interesting for me because, again, I didn't go. I had several friends that were supposed to go. However, thanks to some organization errors, none of them could find Tabletop. If anything, they found a little pocket Tabletop area and just kind of settled there.
0: Now, but, there were games of Werewolf in the tabletop area because they were talking about it on facebook and people were signing up for it so we did we do know that that was going on but i myself couldn't find the tabletop area when i was at the convention and i was looking for it yeah so for that it, it this one's tricky this one was honestly tricky and we're going by absolute word of mouth the tabletop got a point three out of one yeah so it's not quite as bad as anime magic when they only had the one board game. But it's also nowhere near as good as Yomakon, where they have a plethora or mountain of games to choose from. And you can pick any one, and you can buy new expansions and improve your deck. And then they also have tournaments there. We didn't really see any card game tournaments or board game tournaments like they do at other cons we've reviewed this year.
1: Yes. So, sorry guys, but point three out of 1 is the score for Tabletop for this year.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, that's the way it's going. Now, customer service is next on the docket. Now, they did have staff there, but I was talking more to the Kalahari staff or the hotel staff than I was to the actual staff of the convention when I had problems, and that's an issue because the con staff should be approaching me before the hotel staff.
1: Yeah, that's actually something that I want to honestly preach and hope that other conventions jump on. Please, get your staff to actually be customer service ready. This is important. Don't just let the hotel staff always handle something. If it's something that a convention can handle, please let the convention handle it.
0: Exactly. And I was able to talk to some staff members and I was able to ask them questions, but they could only give me an answer after doing research for about five minutes or going to someone and talking to someone who had to talk to someone else to be able to give me the answer I was looking for. And that's not very efficient customer service. Now, I'm not expecting everyone to know everything. Because that's not very probable or very likely, but there should be a simpler or more easy solution around that to be like, hey, I don't know this, let me get this answer for you in a minute or two real quick, instead of being like five to ten minutes like I was waiting.
1: And as we said, staff should not be an encyclopedic knowledge, while that is a bonus, for everything. However, it shouldn't take
0: five minutes for a simple question to be asked, or answered for that matter. Exactly. So because of that we gave customer service a 0.4 out of 1. Now for the photo shoots. Now the photo shoots are an interesting beast to say the least. Uh, they did have photo shoots on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They did have a good variety. However, all the photo shoots were in one location, in front of one backdrop that had the convention name Khan on it over and over again. Now I have a lot of issues with this. First thing first is that I like that they had good variety. That's always key. However, at the Kalahari, it's such a big area and location. And you have all these amazing places you can do photo shoots. I don't know why you have them all in one location. Because with all the series that you're trying to represent, you could utilize your area and the water park so much better and they don't now i understand that the water park is an additional fee and not everyone's going to have access to the water park but i'm sure there's some way where you can work something out so that's a possible thing
1: yeah so honestly this is why i'm a little bit persnickety about photo shoots even if you don't have the ability to give locations to your attendees however at least give them photogenic areas that everybody has access
0: to exactly another thing is that they didn't have any sets or any backdrops for the cosplayers to use either and those are becoming more common and they didn't even have like basic backdrops at all they wanted you to have the meetups in front of just like a blank white or black cloth which i don't think is the best way to approach it
1: yeah like okay this is something that I really wish people understood. We are cosplayers. We're not divas. Not all of us. We're not capable of sitting here and going, oh, this is red carpet event, yada, yada, yada. No, this isn't a red carpet event. You don't just slap like, photo shoots in front of a banner and hope for the best. Our entire media is based around fantasy. Our basic reality doesn't cut it. So trying to promote your own stuff while also saying, hey... Guess what? These people were here. It doesn't work all the time. It doesn't make for a good photo.
0: Exactly. Also, I'm not a diva all the time. Dear Lord.
1: I mean, if you want to put the shoes on and wear, you sure as fuck can, but I was not talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> shit. If the shoe fits, lace that bitch up and ride, motherfucker.
0: I know, you just have given, you just give me a hard time about it in the past, so I figured I'd, I'd give you shit. All the bit. fucking time. <laughs> I know, it's what we do here.
1: Yep. So... So for the photo shoots, we give Daishokan 2019 a 0. .4 out of 1.
0: And then next on the list
1: is organization. Okay, so we're going to give a prompt here
0: really quick, if that's all right. Yeah, it's perfectly fine, because I know what you're about to say.
1: <laughs> we at the Conventional Podcast wish no ill will towards any convention at all. If anything, we do these reviews to help grow conventions and give them a feedback on what they have been doing right, what they've been doing wrong, and what they could be doing better in the future.
0: Yeah, we want to see the convention scene improve and get better, and we want to see it improve steadily and slowly, and we want it to be a positive and safe places for fans to meet up and enjoy their fandoms. Yes. So, when we snap at
1: certain points, it's because we're upset that... We have to actually say this over and over, but it is something that needs to be said over and over.
0: Well, unfortunately, the organization for this con was, quite frankly, bullshit.
1: Yeah, no, no, see, bulls are nicer. Horseshit is what I was thinking about.
0: But, really, it was so bad that it's almost anime midwest level. Almost. Um... There are a couple glimmers of hope in here.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, there is an absolute glimmer of hope and a frickin' rough on this one. So, I'll let you take this one away, because you had to deal with this first hand.
0: Yeah, so the organization was really bad. There was hardly any signage for anything, and the map was so blurry that I couldn't read the room names.
1: Yeah, about that, people kept sending me pictures of the map, and I have terrible eyesight. So, when
0: I'm looking at this, I'm just like, are my contacts more fucked up than normal? What the fuck is... Yeah, it was that bad. Yeah, the map was very bad. And the signage wasn't there until you got right next to the room that you were looking for. So, when you're already there, I don't need the signage there because I'm already there. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's redundant.
1: <laughs> we need we need signage at least a good 20 feet before we get there. Like, anything,
0: something, please. And there wasn't even staff around, like, help to direct Congo, or you were just kind of just mosering around the hotel hoping you find what you're looking for.
1: Yeah, and you have to pray and hope that some other convention goer that had actually been there before knows what they're doing. That's not good for future convention goers. That's not good for kids. That's not good for families. You gotta let us know where the fuck we're going.
0: Exactly. And then even people who are there to, like, be there in the dealer's hall or, like, promote cons, because cons go to other cons to promote cons. The convention wasn't even helping the cons that were going there to promote themselves there out at all. Like they were completely lost on where to go, where to set up. Is this okay? Is this not okay? Like They couldn't get a straight answer. That's a huge issue organization-wise. Yeah, so
1: honestly, let, let's not even go on to the fact that we've actually talked about and hinted other issues like... There was nobody manning the doors. There was nobody able to tell people other anything. No one checking badges. The app wasn't that much of a help. If anything,
0: Facebook was your golden friend, and barely even then, it practically tricked you half the time. So I understand that this convention is at a water park at the Wisconsin Dells. However, that should not be making up for things that your convention lacks. It should be adding on to what your convention already has.
1: Right. Honestly, the water park should be a major chunk of the niche factor for this con, but if anything, it was almost a deterrent.
0: Exactly, and that's actually a huge problem and not a huge plus.
1: Yes, so for that, we give Daisho Con a
0: one out of 1 for organization. Yeah, that's really, really bad. Now, once again, we're combining Dealers Hall and Artist Alley into the same review point because once again once again they got combined into the same room at this convention. Now the pluses for the dealer's hall wide open aisles, very wide, very spacious, you can move. It was great. The only bad thing about that was the first day when they let people in late and it was a bum rushing into the dealer's hall. That's the only bad thing when it comes to space. Uh, they had a good nice wide variety for dealer's hall and artist alley they had a couple of small repeats but otherwise not that bad uh, now the negatives they had the dealer's hall before the artist alley and like we talked about last review we like the artist alley and then the dealer's hall because that way people will look at the artist alley stuff because sometimes they can get ignored and then they're paying all this money for a table that's not really getting a lot of views which isn't really fair to them in our humble opinion yeah so,
1: for that being said, and, again, this felt like a 100% normal, dealers all normal R Sally, both get a
0: .5. Yeah, it was very standard, but other than that, it wasn't anything too exciting or too bad. I didn't get anything myself. Uh, my friend did give me a sticker, which I want to thank her for, oh. and I got that. So, we got that, I got that, and that's, only, like, that's the one memory I have of this kind so now let's talk about the attendees. Now, like I said earlier, this con was the biggest coin flip of all time. So you are having a really awesome time, or you are having a really, really bad time. And that's basically what I got from everyone I talked. They were either really hyped up for the con, they were enjoying the water park, having fun with their photo shoots, loving the concerts and the dealers hall, or they were having a bad time, there were bed bugs in one part of the hotel, It was really bad. They weren't enjoying the con. They weren't enjoying the photo shoots. Everything that was going wrong, possibly, was going wrong for them. Yeah, and that kind of sucks. Now, on the other
1: side, well, I did hear a lot of negatives. There were some diamonds in the rough. I heard people had a bomb-ass time.
0: People were enjoying everything that they went to. Yeah, so because of that, it's very middle-of-the-road for us, like we said earlier about this con being very middle-of-the-road, so it's getting a .3 out of .5. We're getting into the final part of our review.
1: For those who are new to the show, the niche factor is, in fact, the most unique stuff that we can find at this convention, and it's very hard to find at other conventions.
0: And because of that, it should be obvious what that entails for this convention, which is it's at a water park, and that's very big because not a lot of conventions have that. So at these types of cons that take place at the Kalahari, like Colossal Con and Daisho Con, tend to see a lot of swimsuit cosplays or areas in aquatic locations now because of that you have to get special water park passes to be entering the pool slash hot tub side of things now luckily my friends got me a spare one so I was able to go there and see all the water photo shoots and go up to the hot tub bar and have alcohol because that's one of my favorite things to do at these conventions is the hot tub bar but It's fun to make a swimsuit outfit and, you know, have fun at a water park. And not a lot of cons can bring that to you. And because of that and all the additional activities, the Kalahari has like a game room. They have a buffet. So they have food on site. They have treats on site. They have a lot of additional things for you to do that can make up if the con is lacking in some areas. However, if your con is lacking in too many areas, the Kalahari... Resort will start to overshadow your convention and will make your convention a complete wash almost.
1: So like we were saying earlier, the Kalahari is a double-edged sword. If your convention is going really great, the Kalahari is a great niche factor. However, if your convention's going terrible, guess what? It becomes the greatest hindrance because it overshadows your convention.
0: Yeah, so it can either be a huge positive or a huge negative and it kind of ended up being a middle-of-the-road thing because this convention was middle-of-the-road. So, that's why, in the niche factor, we ended up giving it a point three out of .5. Yes. Now, overall, like we said earlier, this convention, super middle-of-the-road. So, the score is also very middle-of-the-road. Yes.
1: Now, you would think it would be, like, a straight 5 out of 10. No, actually, because of the whole organization issue, it is a 4.9 out of 10.
0: Yeah. So... It is our second lowest convention after Anime Midwest. And actually, when we post the episode, we can post the updated Excel sheet. uh, Because we have one more convention left for the year to review. Yes. Which Jax is going to this upcoming weekend, which is Midwest Fur Fest. And that will complete our review cycle for this year. Yes. Now,
1: funny story about that. You think that we're done? Oh no, no, no. We're just getting started. You guys have been on the up and up. You have let us know which conventions that you really think we should recover. You have been telling us which ones you think we should review. And we have been trying our damnedest to get to those next and foremost. So next year, expect a lot more from us.
0: Yeah, so basically as soon as the first of the year hits and we can submit, review, or press applications, you bet we're going to be submitting them first thing so we can be first on the docket to get into the conventions we want to be at. Yes,
1: now, that being said, if you love us, if you hate us, you know it's that time of the day. So, hit us up at theconventionalpodcast at podbean.com. If you want to talk to us online, hit us up at Gmail. Hit us up at Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter.
0: Yeah, so Twitter is Conventional Crew, without the E. Email is conventionalthepodcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on our Patreon and Coffee. Yep. If you want something to be said on
1: the show, please hit us up on Coffee, especially on Coffee. If you want to support the show, hit us up on Patreon.
0: And we'll eventually get our YouTube and Instagram up and running, I promise. Oh, dear Lord, those have been projects in the work.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened. I might just have to rename the damn thing. But anyway. This is Cloud. And this is Jax. Padderoo
0: Padderoo.
1: And we'll see you next time because someone needs a paddle at the edge. Oh, hey, wait. no, 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 no.